Anytime you're ready. What's up, losers and germs? Welcome back to the next episode of the Million Ex-Girlfriends podcast. Today I'm sitting here with Sojourn and Love himself, Prince Scribe. Scribe, tell the people what's up. I am the man with a million ex-girlfriends, so I'm glad to be here. Well on brand. I'm just a I'm just a posing I'm just a Cheers posing ass that. posing ass word user. That's all I am. <laughs> Cheers All I that. do is use words. Yeah, cheers, man. <laughs> On today's episode, I'm going to be kicking back. I'm going to be having a couple of drinks. So mix yourself up a little something right now, whatever it is you drink. Please um, do. Do not mix dark alcohol with light sodas and vice versa. So like if you you know make a rum and Coke, but don't make like a rum and Sprite or something, I guess unless you're using clear Sprite. I don't know. That sounds nasty to me. Yeah, it probably just sounds nasty. Clear more than rum. It is that's bad. what I meant. Clear rum is disgusting. Nail polish shit. Yeah, just fucking tasting like paint thinner and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, have you, you know, I mean, we're starting to get back to like having live performances. Uh, you know, you're a part of the Providence scene. That's how I met you uh, yeah, as buddy. a performer. So have you started to like get back into any performances yet or is that you guys actually coming up? Or? I actually was performing like during the pandemic, like not in the beginning of it, but right before things started to open up or when they would open up at like a third capacity. I started doing some shows like I actually did a, a not a protest event, but I guess guess a rally in an event where uh, politicians, local politicians were speaking in Boston. I remember seeing you posting pictures from that. Yeah, and I, was I performed there. So I've been back in. Um, I haven't done, like, club shows yet. I've been more focused on in-studio things and just creation, but I'll definitely get back out there for I, sure. Um, I, I don't remember the whole lineup for that Lip Fest thing, but are you going to be part of that? or? Yeah, I'm actually going to help Slitty host, so I will perform as I host. So, boom, nice. there you go, breaking, breaking. <laughs> First time you heard that from me. So, a lot of things going on in the world lately, and uh, we got to fill many. in. We got to fill an hour of time. So, uh, what what what's what's on your mind? What's going on? You know, what's what's happening? What's, what's going happening on with in me, the mind described? In the mind described, all what's, I have what's is what's got what's got sojourn in love, <laughs> man. You know, sojourn in love. Go stream that, by the way, by Prince Scribe. My last project that dropped on Valentine's Day. You know, I'm just living life. Um, I know I'm building up towards a new project. All my projects sound different and are different. It's because I'm just in different phases of my life. And as I live, I just soak everything in. I like I like face my confrontations, you know. I take it to the chin and I, I learn and then I have a lot to talk about, you know. So sojourning love, man, that was probably just a lot of uh a lot of getting myself into things I shouldn't be in, but I <laughs> at the same time I should be in them if you catch the drift, baby. Yeah. That was a pretty sexy album. I mean, there were some fuck beats on that album. Like, you know, like when you like I don't know any other way to describe it, but like when a beat hits the right way. I feel like you texted me that when you listened to it too. <laughs> I, I feel like he let me know, like, yo, bro, like I'm fucking to this. I'm like, <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's like if if like my if my immediate compliment of a song is this sounds like fuck music. That's like one of the yeah, highest. I will take that. One of the highest honors I can give it. <laughs> Ten times out of five, I'll take that. That's, hey, I dropped it on Valentine's Day. That's what, that's what if that's what you want to do with it. Who am I? <laughs> who am I? I I I just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> You can subscribe, but you can also hit unsubscribe too. So you know, take that, take that. <laughs> the knife do cuts both ways. Do as you ways. please. 
You want to hit that? I'm good on that, bro. You Thank want to pass you. that to Otto? Do you want to hit Otto, this? You. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, <coughs> that's all right. We're keeping it all in. Yes, sir. So, um, uh, I haven't been a musician in some time. I haven't, you know, I do the podcast stuff now. That's what I like to do. Yeah. But, um, I, I, you know, dude, I do fucking miss it. I really do. Playing shows, hanging out backstage with people, getting to meet the other artists and stuff like that. Just talking and networking and figuring all that stuff out. Like, I still, I still do it now, but like in a different capacity, you know, as a photographer, as a podcaster, it doesn't feel the same. I kind of like doing it the way I do it now. It, it allows me to like maintain this, like, you know, oh, oh I, I, <laughs> I, I'm not part of this. I'm cooler than the rest of this. But like, yeah, it, do, it does kind of give me like that wish fulfillment of like, damn, I wish I was still doing music. So do you feel like you, so do, are you happier doing it this way? Or do you feel like you just do it this way because you don't do music? Uh, I feel like it cuts, I feel like it cuts both ways. Like, yeah, I am happier doing this because I've been productive doing this. Like I always had a problem being productive doing music. I didn't realize how easy it was to record stuff yourself. Yeah. And then by the time I did finally start to figure out how easy it was to record stuff myself, we folded up as a band and I was kind of like jaded and disillusioned by yeah, all. Which is, which is what you're going to go through in anything you do in life. But how I look at it is... Um, first off, like, I'm, I just look at myself as I need to just express, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm an expressionist. I'm not a fucking rapper Mm. or a this or that. Um, I started out as a writer, like, since a child, I wrote. And I remember I used to be in, like, uh, competitions for, like, a, it's, like, regional. And it was, like, for short stories. And as I grew up, that love for writing just turned into music. And that was like my easiest and most fun way to express my message because yeah i have we all do things where we have fun with our art we talk our shit whatever but you know most of my music is like about social things and um getting people to look at things from a different perspective not necessarily like believe in what i believe but i'm trying to spark something in them you know to see something that is like perspective based so um but when you hold yourself to that like one vision all the time you forget all the other talents you have so i have i find out that i have just as much fun writing a song for somebody else or even acting or modeling i've been doing a lot of that now working in the photography studio so as long as you express You're too skinny eat a cheeseburger <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I i eat plenty of cheeseburgers but it must it must be the metabolism nah, but, i'm jealous <laughs> but um and, and it's also you know you got to do your crunches bro and you got to do your push-ups every morning every, you don't you don't even need weights you know what i'm saying before you go to bed i literally time one time i went on youtube i literally you typed in stand-up ab exercises and i've been just doing that for like the last couple of weeks because <laughs> doing floor stuff was getting monotonous to me i'm sorry her name again that's chelsea chelsea Chelsea's actually on the medicine ball. There's a medicine ball in here now. It's at Frank's desk, <laughs> and that's his ab workout sitting on that medicine ball during the day. Nice. So that's hilarious. I respect that. But uh, what you were saying about writing, yeah, I start. I liked writing as a kid, too. I was always into writing. I was always told I was good at it in school, plus my grandma was a uh, an editor and a writer and an English professor. Oh, wow. There you go. So I always had a lot of help and guidance when it came to that. And then same thing. It kind of like spilled out into a love of music and creating <laughs> yeah. music. And then, hand like, in hand. and then like all the shit folded up. I got jaded, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I started doing the podcast stuff again because I just felt like I had to do something, you know, photography and the, the f- photography and the podcast kind of came together just like, yeah, just because I was watching a lot of Gary V clips at the time. Honestly. And that, but that's part of the journey. You just found something to do. You you obviously needed a break from music for whatever you, reason you're right. You got jaded, whatever. 
and you just found other hobbies to get yourself to you got to scratch that creative itch i used that earlier and auto looked at me like i was crazy <laughs> and that's <laughs> but and, you know that that's good but that's the thing i started out thinking okay i'm just gonna do this stuff for now and that'll stimulate the creative section of my brain later on. Yeah. And then I started to get back into like just writing, just to like write stories and stuff. Like fucking Pedro was sitting on the edge of the <laughs> ocean thinking about yeah. his life type stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, like to to answer your question, I guess, uh, am I happier doing this? Yeah. Back, yes, back. I guess because I. But that could just be because of where I am in my life. You know, starting to yeah. feel a little bit older and starting to like reflect more and think about how I'm going forward, like how I'm handling myself emotionally and, and personally and all that. Uh, and this is all definitely helped. Like I would not be the person I am today if it weren't for like, you know, the local scene, Jesse Piff. Yeah. You know, Shout you. out the homies. Yeah, yeah for exactly. Sure. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad. To, I'm, and that's actually how I built any, um, just remnants of a career or anything. Like I just, I did so many shows, bro. And we traveled, we did like, so many dope opportunities to look back and like i did that like my first year into doing shows like i was on a tour you know and that was crazy to me because i worked so hard on music but i barely released any music like i was performing music that was not even released so people would be like where can i find you where can i listen to that song and i'd be like you can't <laughs> like you can i'm never even you like can plug your headphones into bro my laptop. it was it was the straight <laughs> instrumental no backtrack no ad-lib no nothing like i never even recorded that song and i would just memorize the raps and then I kind of like started to try to take the recording more serious, and I did. But um, that that that's just stage of my life was crazy to me because I had just dropped Otto out of just, college Otto too. I just shook his head like I seen it. Yeah, <laughs> and I just dropped out of college too. Like I was in my third year of college, bro. At that point, just fucking graduate, right? But I just dropped out because I was looking at myself and I was like, bro, it's getting to a point where I'm like skipping class all the time because I'm working on music. Like it's time to just be real with myself. Like That's if I'm not gonna go to fucking class, then what am I doing? Just like stressing myself out, like worried about oh shit, I can't miss class or I gotta do that, you know. And I I didn't go to a music school or anything, so I went to Rhode Island College, and so at first I took up English and I enjoyed it, but and it was like I enjoyed teaching, but I wouldn't want to be a teacher, so I switched it to media communications. So my third year in, I'm thinking the least they'll do for me is teach me how to use programs, cameras, whatever. And bro, we're still sitting at desk writing essays. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here, bro. And then, like I said, within a year, I was on tour. So like I don't regret it. Would I? Would I recommend dropping out of college in your third year to anybody? Of course not. Just graduate at that point. But I don't regret it. And it's just it, well, it goes to on, show I think you did what was right for you in that case. So I I would recommend that anybody. But you do have to be built. Do. But you have to be ready for that. Like there's so much. Yeah. Like I'm a first generation American. So my mother is from Africa. So you got to understand like that. That just doesn't happen. And then it's just like, OK, like do what you want. Like that's that's backlash. That's people looking at you like you're crazy when you do a show and then you come back home even broke more broke than you were before or just making no money. And you, you see how big the show was. Or you, like So many things happen, bro, that you have to be ready and prepared to like accept that. Like There's no quitting. There's no like complaining about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you're going to drop out of college and do that, you can't go through these things and then just be upset or feel like somebody owes you anything. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean when I say I wouldn't recommend it. It's different. And you're, you're going to like be lonely a lot because a lot of people are not going to be able to take 
how you just a lot of people want to just waste time bro you know what i'm saying a lot of people want to complain misery loves company that is a great phrase you know what i'm saying so when you're when you're by yourself or you feel a little lonely or you feel like the world's against you half the time is because you refuse to be miserable like everybody else you get yep. what i'm saying yeah so somebody has to be the crazy one how many times have we been at shows bro i'm fighting with the sound guys and stuff because mm. people don't respect rap so it's like if a band came in he would tune every guitar, all of that, right? That has to happen. So when a rap show comes in, a lot of sound guys, they just believe. A lot of venues, they're just kind of like, all right, all of these guys, their shit's going to sound the same. Yeah. Their bass is going to be distorted, whatever. And it, a lot of the local rappers, it's their fault because they come in with like trash quality files and they're not playing <laughs> live instruments, right? So it goes hand in hand. But at the same time, it's so not fair. For, but then a DJ, they think all the DJ's equipment is the same. And it's like somebody has to be the crazy one sometimes, bro. And uh, that's just been my journey. But as I get older, you know, I realize the only way to, like, change things is to be the example. And this guy to the right over here, like, autopilot. Auto. You know, we put a lot Feel of our. To, yeah, it's a wide angle lens. So just. Yeah. Woo! yeah, shout out autopilot. <laughs> we put a lot of our, like, solo careers or, like, um, chasing that to the side for just like the sake of a studio and a space full of creatives and networking. Wait, and we're uh, not going to just, like, stop. But at the same time, like. It was a. Uh, it's been very. Which different. I'm really impressed by because yeah, you don't get that a lot with like independent circuits. Like yeah. when I was when I was playing music when I was doing the punk rock stuff, there were people who congratulated you, but it didn't feel like anyone was like on your side or like pulling for you. It just felt like the other artists it's were always, just like it's cutthroat, bro. Everybody's competing with each other. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was it was rough. It made me feel weird. Like it was yeah. like I'm I it genuinely enjoyed watching a lot of those people and I'd be like, Hey, yeah. what's up? This, that, the other, I'm gonna check your stuff out. And then they just say, Yeah, 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 fuck it. Thanks. <laughs> no, exactly. And it's kinda crazy to me because if you look at any other place in the country where like a scene popped off, it's because they all work together. Like look at the Florida rappers. They all would go on mixtapes together and do songs together. Yeah. And then through those tapes, everybody would just like a fan would go, Okay, who's this guy? Okay, who's this guy? And it's like Atlanta, same thing. They all worked with the same producers. So the fact that that's how it worked, California is the same way. Mm. It's it's so big that there's like divided sides, but they all work together. Like there's no, I don't understand the whole, it's like an East Coast thing, I guess. Nobody, like New York is the same way. But yeah. New York is so big, they could they could pop a star. Rhode Island is not going to like just pop somebody. We don't have an industry. There's these uh, two podcasters or YouTubers, whatever, you know, they're all the same now. They all do the same thing. Yeah. But uh their names are Cody Coe and Noel Miller. They have they're they're part of a duo called the Tiny Meat Gang. They do music together and a podcast. Their music, it's like you know, it's like funny, but it's also like really good. Yeah. But they worked with like Black Bear and Quinn XCI, and I've like see, seen people comment on the stuff like, "Oh my God, so impressive that you guys are working with them." But it's like, yeah, like you said, if you live in a certain part of California, you get enough tr recognition and groundswell. Yeah. Or if you live in a certain part of whatever area you'll inevitably start working with people from that scene because that's just that's just what happens. No, true. But at the same time, it's not, it's not like nobody can make it out of Rhode Island. Because oh, plenty yeah, of no, people I, from Rhode Island have done amazing things. Yeah. My, my I'm not, point I'm is just... I'm not trying to say that about Rhode Island. My, my, all I'm trying no, to say no, is me, like, yeah, yeah, like, of course they all, like, start working together, like, when they get to a you, certain There's way because, more opportunity, of course. But I'm just saying here it's like there's no industry so... We have to be more together than we are separate. Exactly, if there's yeah. an industry and there's like somebody funding stuff or they're always looking for something, then you could afford to be divided because it's like, whatever, we'll fight over this. But in Rhode Island, like there's kind of not that there's nothing to fight over, but we already lose the battle. Like, for example, I've done every PVD fest. Right. Yeah. And never when never once outside of the summer, outside of that moment, do they like look to book 
acts like until it's a time to fill space and then they're just kind of like okay they grab the same couple people scrambling at the last yeah they got the same couple people to grab everybody right so my whole point is like why at least in this even in the summer why is there only one time that happens because as a reputation thing and maybe i'm looking to it too deep but this is my world you know what i mean um reputation right a lot of people is like oh they don't look at Rhode Island for something or they don't mention Rhode Island and it's because when Rhode Island books a large act or like an industry act they usually have somebody from out of state who's like paying for a slot to perform like it's like pay to play like you know what I mean which kind of like waters stuff down but people come from New York New Jersey Connecticut um no battery the, power remains. This is what I was talking did about. Did the right video right. stop? <laughs> yeah, now, now I got to play around and, like, change the battery while recording. But that's all right. I keep it's it all It's okay. In, we'll so keep recording. Keep talking about what Long you're talking about. Long story short, right? So they'll come from all these places. They'll watch it, and then they'll see the opening acts, and then they're like, oh, this is this is the Providence Rhode Island rappers. This is the Rhode Island scene. The scene of Rhode Island. Well, I think it just waters down a lot. You get what I mean? No, we're also just like literally the the smallest state, but Providence is a is a pretty important capital, at least on the East Coast. Well, there's plenty of rich people who know about Rhode Island. Oh no, plenty of people know about Rhode Island. Oh yeah, (laughs) shout out Newport. Even on the east side of Providence, there's some million dollar homes on the east side of Providence. You're telling me we can't bring that same kind of attention for art to Rhode Island? Well, we're. We're technically the creative capital of America. That's what they say. Like, I think that's literally a label for Providence. We're one of the uh, first 13 colonies, Rhode Island. Okay, and we're back. But uh, but enough about the the boring shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen. Enough. Listen, it doesn't have to. uh, Listen, it doesn't have to be. You said. I had to change the battery for the thing in the middle of the recording. We just have to fill well, an back. hour. Okay. <laughs> so what's on your mind? Can um, I flip the script? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, you were you were saying some things earlier that had me like thinking, but I didn't want to like cut you off because uh, you were making a lot of interesting points. First thing I want to say is I love your chain. Uh, Thank I've, you. I've seen that on Instagram a couple this of times. Is the Eye of Horus. Never seen it in person. And uh, I really like the Tomb Raider games. The Tomb Raider Revelation had all that <laughs> Egyptian stuff in it. Yeah. So I have a, I have an appreciation for that. Thank you very much. Um, so, video games. Speaking of Tomb Raider, I love video games. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's how good this show is. <laughs> <laughs> I love video games. I was uh my Xbox died recently. My fucking Xbox 360, ten years old. It's a ten year. I got a worse story. My PS2 fell and broke, and it was my original PS2 since I was a child. Oh. So that's got to be what oh three oh four. Yep, that's that's like, heartbreaking. That's ridiculous, dude. When the fucking tra- with the game in it. When the laser tracker stopped working in the disc tray, oh, that was the worst. And now, now all video game stuff is so fucking expensive. I went on eBay recently to try and find like an ex a used Xbox One or something. Two hundred. Yeah, the controllers cost just as much as the games now. Oh, my That's ridiculous. God. Back in the day, a game was like 50, a controller was like 25. Now a game is 60, a controller is 60. Uh, I was trying to get on uh, PlayStation 4 remote, and they were like, yeah, you got to wait. And they say they have a shortage on PS4 controllers. How? 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 (laughs) They're purposely just making fewer things. 
I, I don't know. It's like I'll probably they like buy a PS5. That's what they're telling you when they say that. I'll probably never play a video game again. Like there's, I, I was happy with my Xbox 360. No, had, video games have gotten better. Like the way you can play them multiplayer wise, uh, the graphics and everything. But like the actual care in the video game, the craft, the story, like the one player experience, has dwindled. You'll never get a you'll never get a Prince of Persia Santa time again. Nah, it's dwindled. I'm trying. They, they only focus on multiplayer now. Yeah, for, for like fuck the art aspect of it. Yeah, like, they're like, how can we make a buck? How can they buy this game how can and we then continue a- to spend money exactly. online? <laughs> hey guys, we updated this. We added an extra building in this background. You want to download the background for seven dollars? Spend money like, on a what? game you already spent money yeah, on. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. That's one reason why I stopped buying new games entirely. Like I, I, I got tired of that shit after a while. So is this how you know you're getting old? Yeah, and you complain about shit I like think this. So, yeah, <laughs> but hang on, microtransactions are a thing everybody should be bitching about, regardless of age. No, it's just cool. Like, it's just cool to really see how like companies nowadays. It's just like it's all about like well, well, just the world, I guess. It's just a trendy world. Like, it's like okay, what's gonna work? Not what's right, not what's wrong, mm. not what makes sense. Just what's gonna work, and let's just make it work because fuck it. Like, <laughs> we have to be on top. Yeah, I know. I do like to get bogged down in these like conversations about moralism when I think of myself consumer, as one of the most yeah, just amoral people I know. Because I'll just go into the store and be like, "Fuck it, they made it for me to spend money on. I might as well spend <laughs> the money on it." <laughs> hey, it's it's what America is. It's not gonna change. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, not gonna change. It's bro. so gross. Let's not can, even go there. And you can see like what the problems of capitalism were like over like the last. Oh, let's. It's just turned into a socialist podcast. It makes no. It makes it. It makes our country great in a way and it also has its negatives just like anything in life bro now are those negatives some of those negatives extremes of course but at the same time we have the freedom to do as we please and say I, it bro there's so much i could say but i'm not gonna you I've know heard, like it, it is what it is bro is is what makes our country our, like other countries they can't even watch certain things like like just think about rap in general do you enjoy rap music oh hell yeah. like do you know rap is banned in like 50 to 60 70 80 countries in the world bro that's wild like it's banned bro like you cannot listen to it you cannot rap if you rap like that 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 you there would be issues you know what i mean but you don't even have the chance to make a video and upload it to youtube so it comes with the negatives but at the same time it's what america is you have to accept it not to say you can't make a change or anything but you know, yeah, if you're even going to try to make a change, you have to at least accept that take part. Take the good with the bad. Yeah, I, think bro, the, I think the reason I get so is. much, like, I think the reason I get so pissy over it is because I've heard more than one light-eyed white guy recently talk about how people don't respect their own country. It's like, I I don't know. I, I bro, my country is called K-Verd, right? <laughs> K is pronounced K-Verd, but it's Cape-Verd. Yeah. Now, what that translates to is Green Cape. We did not name that country that Europeans did. Because we are a, a group of islands off the west coast of Africa. So when the Europeans had slaves and they were going to fly from Africa to North America, they would they used us as a pit stop. So Caverdians don't even know what type of African they are because they can be any type of African mixed with usually Portuguese, the Dutch, the British, um, maybe, maybe a couple other countries. But All like, that good literally, stuff. So my culture is literally based off of a slave hub that like a bunch of Africans were brought to and just like mix sold whatever. So just understand that in the sense of like, you know what I mean? Mm. In, in everything we're talking about. Oh, wait, I forgot to do this. <laughs> See, that's, that's going to make it easier to edit later. <laughs> yeah. Boom. There you go. But, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it is wild. And then, like, the, the way you're saying that, like, makes me think of, like, the history of Australia. It was just, like, basically, like, a penal colony for, for yeah. England. Like, England loved stabbing back then. And that, that Australia was the island for people who liked stabbing too much for England. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also, but my dad's also half white. So my grandmother's Polish. Mm. And, like, I was very close to my grandmother. So on my mom's side, I had two grandparents from Africa. Yeah. And then on my dad's side, I had a grandparent that was, he was Cape Verdean, but not culturally. So mm. he's basically, you know, so he's more just American, but like, That's I, guess, the same thing my I guess his ethnicity would be Cape Verdean, but his mother was Polish. So I had like a grandma, like you said, a white, you said a yeah. white guy, a white, bright eyed guy. <laughs> like my grandma has blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? She's Polish. So I just, I, from my experience, it's just from what my mom's side is, just that culture in general and the mixing of it. And then also my dad being half white. I just experienced so many different sides of things that is just like at the end of the day, if we're going to talk about America, it's all just about world domination, bro. That's what it's been about mm. since <laughs> since since Hitler. Uh, you get what I'm saying? My, so, uh, my dad, it's not about white, so I can understand. I can sympathize with you on the many the races, the, the races perspectives there. thing. It's like I've se- I've seen people do things that like they bro. Don't there's oppression in everything. There's prejudice in everything. Race is a big issue, but it's not the biggest. My issue. least favorite thing is like when somebody just doesn't understand how something is racist. It's like I can't. You know what, dude? If you didn't live in it, I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, but at the same <laughs> time, there's realities to things, and we can't be oblivious to them, and we can't act like shit doesn't happen or that people don't think a certain way. Mm. So. At the end of the day, we still have to work together. Like, yeah, we're different, but it's like, like I said, like when you divide, that's the whole point to divide. Like, that's why I brought up what my culture is. When you divide something, you literally strip any type of knowledge of it. Now, now, whatever you say or however you act becomes the truth because you strip somebody of something entirely. Mm. You get what I mean? So think about just that. Like, I... I at least can trace myself back to that. But then there's the African-American who can't trace themselves back to anything. Yep. You know what I'm saying? At least I could say that, hey, we have our own country, we have our own culture. Like, my, my family's not even from America. Yeah. Uh, but uh, So there's somewhere to go back to. Yeah. There's something to see. And I've been to Cape Verde, and it was a crazy experience, bro. It made me want to write more. Because I remember being, like, 15, and my mom wanted me to go. And I was like, bro... I have football and <laughs> I have football and I I had a good freshman year. So now I'm going to move up. I got to toss his picks. You know out. what I'm saying? So I'm like, ma, if I miss the summer camp, well, how does that make me look? I'm not going to cave for <laughs> I don't care. And my mom was just so strict and she just like made, basically made me go at that point. And I just went and then, what I experienced when I went was just like life changing. I saw how simple, like I saw how simple their lives are because they don't have, like I said, how America, we have opportunity. They don't even like to think of, to become something is just crazy. Like that's yeah. not, that's not even there. You, when you finish school, you either go to the uh, army or you just kind of like hang around because do some farming or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever because yeah, they, their, their life is spent more like growing their own crops and, you know, doing all of that stuff rather than just, like, having a nine-to-five job or something like that. So, like, that made me want to write because I just experienced so much and I had no TV, right? They they had that stuff there, but, like, where I was at, we were staying at the house my grandparents built. We didn't stay in, like, a nice resort or anything. Mm. So, like, I'm living like I'm in the village. So, there wasn't I, there wasn't TV. That, like, I didn't, I didn't bring any music with me. Excuse me. So, it was just a lot of time to reflect and think. And when I met the kids there... And I saw just certain things and I just tasted natural fruit. I don't know, just weird shit like that, right, bro? It just like it like it awake it awoken something in me. 
because I just believe in you got to understand we can't f- just we all have to do our part to just affect the people around us. Right. But um, you really got to understand what's going on and accept it in order to ever really truly feel comfortable in doing anything you do. You know what I mean? I uh, you're saying all that. And I just realized I got to get out. of. The, I got to get out of the country, take a trip at some point, just experience some shit because I've never I've never been outside of America. But Amer- and that's what I that you you picked up the message is like America has everything. It's so just America is such as its own entity compared to the rest of the world that if you never left the country, it's so easy to be ignorant to the fact that the rest of the country is so different. Like the rest of the world, the entire mm. world is so different from yeah, just America. Yeah, going to different parts of the country. Like I'll, I'll be like, huh, what? Yeah, ima- just, yeah, just going to a different state. Like going to the Midwest would make you feel like, oh, when okay, I went it's to, a little different here. Right, when I went to Michigan for the first time, I was like, what's happening? It was <laughs> So all imagine same, going but. to another country, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's like their way of life is so fine for them. Like it's not, you know, obviously it's not America, but mm. there's two ways to look at life. And like I said, that's another conversation. We don't have to be boring the whole time. Hey, no, I appreciate it. That that's that's what it's about. That's what it's uh in, enlightening and and telling the people what it is. Yeah. But well, I just remembered something I was talking about. I was talking about remember something I was talking about earlier when you said something. Uh, just call it back a little bit when you said something about like uh artists supporting them supporting each other within a scene. Yeah. That's one reason like why I wanted to say this. Uh, that's like one reason why I started doing the the podcast in the first place because like. I just wanted to talk about things that were going on. The tagline was art, culture, information. So it was basically like tell my friends what my other friends are up to and stuff like that. It was kind of like a low budget, like, you know, cultural commentary bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. But like, like now, like, like I said before, I like, I'm actually starting to have like a lot of fun doing it. And, you know, it's to me, it's not boring to listen to everything you were just talking about <laughs> because like that's that's the point of this you know like let's let's bring it let's bring it to the ears of the of the people you yeah. know so i appreciate that not boring at all man that's 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 what we're here to do it's a it's a talk show you know, you know? I'm just joshing you yeah. it's a talk show we talk <laughs> Nah, yeah i, I never i i can never i, I always do that thing like uh the fucking no uh. anyway <laughs> <laughs> the rum and coke is hitting Yes, sir. I wish you were hitting harder. That's yes, the thing. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on, you don't have any crazy questions for me. Nothing crazy no, has I happened don't, to you. I don't really think. What no, the I fuck don't, happened to your shoulder, man? I don't. Uh, family's a sinkhole. That's what happened. Come on, bro. All right, I, I'm gonna. Um, my sister got upset at me uh, because she has, you know, a lot of mental and emotional issues, and uh, I don't know how to not back down from stuff. So you know, she even started, to your sister. Someone comes at me and I just dig in, like I took I took Not that from, sister, though, I took man. that from way too many people for way too no. Well, it's like, here's no, the thing: I, I, I wasn't gonna fight her. I wasn't gonna fight her. <laughs> I hope not. I was just I was just standing my ground and being like, listen. Yeah, yeah. She was like attacking me, calling me an asshole. And it's like, yeah, I know I'm an asshole. Next. So did she like body slam you on your shoulder? Man, she. <laughs> no, she didn't. She's shorter than me, so she she probably could pick me up if she got into the right position. But all she has to do is just shove me around a little bit because she is a much bigger person than me. Oh, your sister's bigger than she's, you. She's yeah, like like she's a. I don't. I'm not trying to be mean about it, but she is a solid person who you do not want to get in a fight with. So she shoved you. Oh yeah, a couple of times. Oh wow. <laughs> and somewhere in not there, cool my sense. shoulder got fucked up. It was terrible. Yeah. And then like, well, I'm the, sorry that happened. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Like, like I said, fucking family's a sinkhole. I'm, I'm starting to have like a lot of realizations with that. Like, that's that's sometimes, kinda, yeah, maybe some space. 
Yes, yeah, for not, sure. Not even indulging in that. Was exactly. Clear message. Yeah. It's and it's like she'll have to sit with that. This shit's been going on for years too. It's like I don't, I don't. It happens, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I've, just, I've tried to say something about it before, and I've been like called out and challenged on it. Like, well, so no, you're the best to step yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, you're the asshole. It's like, all right, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> like, what was I saying earlier? Someone has to be the asshole. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My, uh, my youngest sister's my best friend. I mean, I still talk to her, but like, the rest of them. How many siblings do you have? I have four younger sisters all together. Wow. I'm the oldest of all the kids, yeah. So you, you have, there's five of you and you're the only boy. Yeah. And you're the oldest. <laughs> Whoa, that's, that's not the first situation. time I That's not the first time I've been wow. bully bond. <laughs> wow. I have one sister, well, two sisters, but I had one sister growing up. My my second sister, I was already like 15 when she was born, so it was a little different. Oh, yeah. But no. like, just I just growing up with the little sister, I can only imagine if all my other siblings were sisters. My earliest memories I had go back to when I had two sisters. So I just always remember having two siblings. Sisters. I don't I don't remember any. I don't remember you know my my second sister was born by the time I was three or something. So I just I don't have memories back that far. Oh yeah, okay, word, got you. They just always been there. Exactly. Now growing up with four sisters um did you always have did you have to do stuff you didn't want to do sometimes because it was four against one for sure yeah i can't remember anything specific right now but they're always they're always were times when it was just like just be just because of sheer numbers like i was just wrong <laughs> like <laughs> oh yeah also i didn't even i wasn't even thinking about there's, that yeah there's situ- when things got heated yeah exactly that's not a good there are situations where mom and dad would just take them over me and it's like obviously you know and it's like as as an adult yeah I you try lose to, that battle exactly as an adult i try to understand that but then also there are things about my parents personally that i can't fucking stand as people so it's like you try to like find the delineation between okay maybe mom and dad weren't that bad but then it's like oh actually they're just kind of terrible people. <laughs> and he's like trying to find the line between the two so it all it all blurs together into like you know even though I'm an adult trying to give them the, trying to give them everything I can it's like I still fucking I'm just a kid who hates his parents pretty much. <laughs> no, well, I'll be honest about that shit. Well, I'm, one thing I could say is uh, one thing I could say is that when you grow up you just realize your parents are humans, you know? Because, you know, you have the mom and dad complex for so long. Then you grow mm. up and you just realize, yo, my mom and dad are people. Like, they have their flaws. They went through shit. And that, they don't know it all. Which, which that's the point I'm at. Uh, I'm to that point, though, where it's like, I wish they were different people. <laughs> like, not yeah, even. But I you got to accept that. people for who I they should are. Say that. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Let me take that back. Not wishing. I would be able to get along with them if they were probably different people. But that's that's you know that's neither here nor there. That's everybody feels like that about their own family. You know, family like I said, family is a fucking sinkhole. Like it, you're <laughs> bright to get out of it when you do. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, some people can't get along with their families like that, but you know, yeah, not every no, not every family is. <coughs> excuse me, not every family is. You know, I can't get along with like most of my family. Every family has their problems. Some more severe than others. And before anybody accuses me of stealing something, yes, I did quote BoJack Horseman. So, oh, you'll have to find it. You'll have to find it in there. I think I only watched the first season. Of I that did show. some. I did some. That was from the first season. So it was. Yeah, there was some paraphrasing going on. I was taking some definitely art- over like artistic things. merit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good, pretty good show. Though. I remember, like, if I watched it when it first came out. It's not thievery. It's influence. I'm taking something it's I not like thievery. and remixing it. <laughs> Every. Every fucking song is a sample of some of some popular thing or some remix. That's what now. rap was based off. Yeah, I know. And it's like which is which is fine, you know. But like, I don't know. At some point, it's like I heard. Okay, so I heard this J Balvin song recently. Uh, Wherever I may roam, 
yes, that's a Metallica song, and it samples the Metallica song, and then at some wow, point, wow, Jay Balvin samples Metallica. Uh huh. And that's then at crazy. some point, halfway, at some point halfway through the song, it becomes um. I'm remembering it as Jay Balvin. It might be Bad Bunny. Either way, I'm just gonna see, keep saying Jay Balvin, Still. just because that's what I remember it being. Um, at some way, ha- at some point halfway through the song, it becomes like a modified version of the instrumental from the original. Yeah. And I'm listening to it, and my brain goes, "What the fuck is happening here? I like it, but it's weird." I only listened to it once because I, wa- I still want to film a video about it. By the time this podcast is out, I'll probably already have filmed and released the video. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I, I was listening to it, and I was like, "I gotta, I gotta fucking record this." This is doing such weird stuff to my brain. I have to <laughs> listen to it again all the way through, and then like. Just ramble my May thoughts. May I ask the you a question? Yeah, go for it. Allegedly. 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 Repeat after me. Allegedly. Okay, you don't have to repeat after me anymore. <laughs> How high were you on a scale of one to ten when you heard that song? The usual amount. <laughs> <laughs> he pleads the fifth. <laughs> Touche. Touche. That's <laughs> I could drink that's that. gonna be a clip. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, of course. <laughs> This is all alleged behavior, and none of this uh, pertains to the message that the Million Ex-Girlfriends podcast portrays. I'm, I mean, everybody, everybody, anybody who watches this knows that I like weed and drinking, so... Allegedly, you know, of course. I'm not going to be here and be all like, drugs are awesome, but I'm not going <laughs> to fucking, you know... Hey, man, life is terrible. Life is a terrible fucking existence, and you got to find a way to get through it, so... Now I know why this is called the Million X Girlfriends <laughs> Podcast. Now I understand. I thought it was named after me, but now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh but yeah, fucking don't don't yeah, don't don't be ruining your lives is what I'm trying to get at. That's that's the uh, That'd be a smart idea, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That. That's, a, that's how terrible all podcasts are. Don't ruin your lives, I guess. <laughs> fuck it. I get like a I get like a, a whatever, a shorty award or whatever the fuck internet awards <laughs> they offer to things now. I don't I didn't even know they have a uh, internet awards. Yeah, there are different yeah, there are different types of uh rewards for different types of you know, different companies that yeah try to cash in on like the reward show experience. The first award I won, I didn't receive. I'm not going to say. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. I won't be negative. Sorry. <laughs> it, was, it, was the, it was the. Here we go. It was the Getting Pussy Hall of Fame. Uh, there was a dispute in the numbers. He wanted it to be reflected accurately, but they were like, no, ah, what's no, one no. or two? And he's was, like, one or I two won, is everything it is. I won Best Rapper, man. If you're going to put my face That's in a big the. That's big deal. If you're going to put my face in the Getting like Pussy 19, Hall of Fame. I was like 19, bro. I was, no, I was like 21, actually. I was like 21 years old. I won Best Rapper. That was a big deal. I didn't even receive the award. I'll leave it at that. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and they, first off, I won. <laughs> let me tell the quick story. I won the award and didn't even know I was nominated. How does nobody notify me that I was nominated so that I could at least, like, uh, promote it? But, hey, I'm no complaining because wh- what the fuck I won. And then. I was like, holy shit, I won? And then they're like, yeah, so uh, uh, Saturday, it's like Thursday, we have this award ceremony if you would like to show up. And I'm like, what do you mean if I would like to show up? You nominated me. Why would you not reach out to me? Until this moment, I had a show that day, so I had to do the show. And I, I forgot, we was either opening up for Mick Jenkins or Cousin Stiz, but at that time, that was like a pretty good you know, opportunity. So we did it. And uh, so I couldn't cancel my show, so I couldn't get it. They was like, all right, we'll get you your award if you want to come by or we'll mail it to you, whatever they said. 
And then I answered, and they never said anything back ever again. Yes. And I didn't receive the first award I ever won. That's a salty taste. That's you know, that's cold. a bad start. But that's what I mean, bro. Looking back, was it that serious? Hell no. It's not that serious. I won. Thank you for the notoriety. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Thank you for nominating me. It should it just should have just been at that. Plus but I was young, so I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I mean, you can still say you won it, though, so there's that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have the magazines, and you open to the page, and it shows me, and it's like a little column about me. So it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I would... I would uh I would love if someone wrote about me, but you know, it's they probably wouldn't have nice things to say. Exactly. There's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I purposely <laughs> I purposely try to make myself as just unmarketable and un- as possible. Unpalatable as possible, yeah. I saw the clip of you and Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? The one where I said the sexist thing or the one where I said the racist thing? The, the one thing? when you were saying just something about the liberals. <laughs> yeah. You were attacking the liberals. And I'm just watching you and Bob, and I'm just like, look at these two fucks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just look like controversy on a couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, we did a whole set. We did a whole set on that episode where we talked about how we felt terrible about the N word. Like we, we're both like, we hate it. We hate it. We're just two white guys. At one point, Bobby goes, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be talking about it anymore." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. I still got some shit to say." Yeah, I'm and I heard you guys talked about the baby and yep. the baby situation as well. And I heard Bob was so flustered by it for whatever reason. <laughs> as a straight white male, he was flustered by. I want to tell you this. I said this. I said this on the episode of Bobby Beansack. But someone fucking a white dude tried to drop the N word on me fucking a couple weeks ago. I got pissed. Like man. in what context? Chelsea was there. Did you see? Did In you what see? context? He just wanted to like call you that in like an angry way and like a there was a restaurant cheerful across, way. So there was a restaurant across from the road called Jiggers. I start doing my thing where I'm like, oh, you the know what that sounds ends here. like. You know what that sounds like? Whoa, they didn't think about that. Hey, like just doing those dumb jokes, implying. Oh, it. so you were the instigator. Well, some accountability <laughs> now, Juan. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yep. Nope. Fair enough. You have to. S- you, you set the example. Yeah, because then he came up. He came up to me and he just said it, and I just I shoved. He's like, yeah, like I this. shoved him for it, though. It's like you know, no, no, no need no. for physical confrontations I, oh, over man. <laughs> two was, white males. He was right in. <laughs> he was right in there for a bro hug. That's why, and he said it right in my ear. That's what the fuck. That's up some crazy part was. shit, though. Yeah. he felt he just felt the need to just say that. Now, if he had just said it, I would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But because he had already like came in for the love and then said that shit, Bro, it's he like, thought you were part. He thought you were on that side of the fence. You got <laughs> to back the fuck up, pal. <laughs> First off, what was the name of this place? The restaurant was called Jiggers. And where is this located? Spelt the same. Spelt the same. Where is this located? East Greenwich. Oh, yeah. And it was made in the 1950s. Yeah. So <laughs> just, just the- it was made in the 1950s. So I'm convinced they knew what they were doing. Uh, My aunt used to live in Exeter. Um, that's, that has nothing to do with anything. I just wanted to state that. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> just, you that know, whole, man, throw as much information as I can. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> uh, just that whole fucking area, that whole area of Rhode Island is fucked up. You know, no, you that's the, just hilarious. I'm not, I just never heard of it. Yeah, you is the, the food good? What do they serve? I don't know what they serve. I'll don't never, tell me they serve I'll like collard food. greens and I'll never grits. go in there. I'll never go in there. <laughs> Within the last within the last month, yeah, no, it, like he was like hanging out with our he was like hanging out was like with our with our crew. I guess he knew some of my friends or whatever. I, I didn't know him. Like he, he knows who he is. So I had just I had just met him and I was getting bad vibes from the moment I met him. Send this send this episode to his friends with the timestamp. <laughs> just, just listen, bro. 
no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real cool. Next time, I'm just not gonna say anything about it. You know what I mean? I, I won't, I won't even do the, you know, hey, is it funny to imply the? No, I'm not even. At gonna... this restaurant in East Greenwich, is called Exa- Jiggers, Dig- and it's, nope. and they serve collard greens and grits. And if he brings it up again, <laughs> then you know, you know what I mean? Disclaimer: We are not sponsored. We are not. Too many name drops. Yeah, they're not paying you. I could just, you know, that's that's why I need to get like an interface and a soundboard so I could just like start. Hey, we have the soundboard here. We run Bob's podcast. I'm sure he, you were on his podcast, right? You uh, no, him? I wasn't. Yeah, we're gonna not yet. You you had to reschedule. That's what it was. Spo- right? Spoiler: I don't know if we're gonna film it. Super by, spoiler: I don't know if we're gonna film it by the time this comes out. But me and Bobby were talking about doing like a two part thing between my podcast and his podcast. It would be like a special episode for his podcast. Yeah, you explain that to us. Yeah, and then Auto so it runs the soundboard though. Yeah, and it's really really dope. You should, when you're hey. here, check it out. Yeah, no, fair enough for me. If you have any questions, he's so a, yeah, he's that's guy. that's definitely going to be coming down the line. That's a project I'm interested in trying. That's going to be a a more in that's going to be a more in depth thing than I've ever like done with this. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, the the sound bites you choose are definitely going to be. Ridiculous. It's going to be me, Bobby, and Piff, and. Uh, we may, yeah, yeah, we may or may not expand the lineup. I'm not sure yet, but a bunch of scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Just, That's gonna be great. <laughs> Jig is breakfast. <laughs> the special of the day. <laughs> Oh, man. That's good. <laughs> I think I might have just quit my own podcast. <laughs> Cut it right there. I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> Yo, they need to pay you now. I'm telling you. You need to run an ad for them. Hey, man. You do go, like the midway point. Go or don't go. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just like banjo music in the back. Is it like a fancy restaurant? Like, what's the setting? Does there? anyone know? I've never been to it. Oh, I thought you went there. No, I didn't know. I just saw the sign. I saw a sign. I saw a lit up sign in the middle of the night, oh, and I couldn't. You weren't actually going there to eat. No, I wasn't going there to eat. It was right across. It was right across the road from the bar. Well, I, we're gonna have to go, and we're gonna vlog it. <laughs> do it. Already locked in. I'm going to Jiggers, and I'm do, vlogging. You do. In our most do formal that, attire. You do that, and when you guys film it, I if you up, if you upload it, I will post a tag to it in this video. I'll go back in. And like, and so, that, yeah, definitely. So you can like get to that video. I'll oh, we're gonna go eat at Jiggers. I just, oh my god! Yes. I'm gonna have to check the menu out first, though. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so it's like 50s theme, mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh hey, what 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 is that? You don't beat your wife? Hey everybody, this <laughs> this homo doesn't beat his wife. He must be a communist. <laughs> must. I'm serious, man. The That's 50, great. The fifties was fucked up. I think it was the only super reason fucked up, the bro. only the only reason Holy people shit. did shit was just so they weren't seen as communists. Oh, I gotta beat my wife, or otherwise people are gonna think I'm a fucking dirty red or some shit like nah, that. I think it was yeah, it was just so acceptable. It's peer it was pressure. Normal. It was no, normal. nobody wanted to be an alcoholic. You just had to be because that was the image that was fucking. Yeah, but sold also to you. understand the the state of the country. Like not too long ago was the depression like you know bro like people were fucked up which is which is like fair enough but like i think about like the 50s and how they try to homogenize life and culture of course oh they sold this image and this is what it's gotta be oh that was the beginning of selling images and diamond rings for marriage all of that shit was created threat of socialism to do that but but no 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 the like fucking the liberals today are trying to make your kids gay using marxist (laughs) politics yeah, every what? episode you find your way here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Talk to the people, bro. I love it. 
it comes out somehow, some way. It's good. That's what fucking. It's a trademark. It, it just pisses me off. Like conservatives will be like, they're trying to mind swipe you. It's like <laughs> your people mind swiped the fucking us and fucking contributed to the extension of all kinds of dumb shit, sexism, racism. So how do you feel about politics, like in general? I, that, I, obviously, that's a vague question. I'm a very liberal person, but I consider myself more of like a a, a dirtbag liberal or a <laughs> dirtbag Democrat. Like, because there are some things that I just don't agree with my fellow people on. And also, like... I'm, yeah, which you'll never agree on every in, single thing. Exactly. I'm embarrassed by every fucking Democrat that's doing the thing these days. You know, we had four years of... Donald Trump, who was a terrible president, but let's admit it, the guy was charismatic and funny. Like, he was an open mic comedian. Like, he was terrible, terrible evil guy, but funny. And then who do we have after that? Fucking Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. A charisma vacuum on top of a black hole. <laughs> well, I also want to see what's It's what... turned into the Daily Show. Well, now, here's, here's what this thing is, all right? So I was standing <laughs> up, and I said, Kamala, and they said, Kamala... And I said, I, I got to have Kamala. She's a, she's a, I smelt her hair, and I said, that's the one. She's got to serve for me. <laughs> Yo, did, did, did you and Bob exchange impressions? Did Bob do Donald Trump? <laughs> I think he might have at one point. I yeah. don't remember it. Bob's Donald Trump is pretty good. Bro, I don't know how I feel about politics. I'm not a, like, obviously politics are real. It, it happens. It's there. But, like, I don't fucking believe in that shit. Politics like, comes. It's all the same shit. That's what I mean. Like, it's all the, like, you can say who, this guy's on this side and this guy's on this side. At the end of the day, bro, they all have to keep their pockets fed and their agendas pushed. That's it. Don't, don't, nobody fucking cares about who's on what side. They're all the same motherfuckers, bro. The word politics comes it's from. It's a job. The, just like everything else is a job. The word politics comes from the Latin word polis, meaning matters of the people. So there are quite a few things that are political. Oh, fucked up in there. When you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fucked that up. <laughs> there, there are a few things that you just can't avoid being political about. Bro, they fucked that up. <laughs> so, but no like, longer for the people. I just, I just see like that. That, that boat has sailed. I see like Joe Biden up there being like, "Well, so now to give the speech, and uh, let me hand it over to Kamala now." And then Kamala's like, <laughs> "Tupac." <laughs> oh no okay all right Kamala that was good you can get off the stage now so do you believe do you believe that the president actually um has any type of just personal uh, effect on the government or do or do you believe he is just the face I of? think there's I think there's a little a little column a a little column b like there is like a there is a certain celebrity like representation aspect to it like you gotta have the face to blame some shit on but then I also do believe that the president does, like, try to... I do believe they do actually do some work on but, things, but you know? But I just look at it like, okay, how, if the president is the leader, how the fuck <laughs> does the president... One, not not how does he have a limited time, because I understand that, because then that changes the type of government if one guy's the leader forever. Yeah. But how does he become the president? And then literally when he's done being the president, bro, he literally just goes and lives on a farm somewhere, right? Yet... The Congress and the House of Representatives, like they're there forever. Yes, yeah. For they're there forever, no matter what. Like they're just there forever until like how like very rarely does somebody just once you're in for like what ten years basically, it's almost impossible to get voted out at that point. You're never gonna lose. You have the connections. You have the ties. You have the relationships. So my whole point with politics is like it's just a flawed system to me. Like it's tough for me to believe in when I'm just like. You have a system set up, yet it contradicts itself because you you just you put so much like publicity on something, but everything that's important you don't teach, like you don't speak about, you don't teach, like you just you know what I mean, like yeah. To me, that just yeah, that just shows 
that there it's a flawed system because if everybody understood how our government worked is just kind of like, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, there definitely is a gang-like aspect to, like, you know, like, if it kind of feels like, yeah, you're right. After eight years, it's like, hey, thanks for being our fall guy. Bro, you know, people have a, have people who live in Providence will blame the president for something that their congressmen could fix. <laughs> like, that's this is my point. Like they, But they don't understand that. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's literally a number you can call. If you live in Providence, you literally probably live seven minutes from his office. You can call him, you can visit him, you can write him a letter and say, hey, this is this is a problem or whatever. And they're just like, oh, ever since this guy been president, it's like, bro, it's always been the same. Every it's, time it, it goes up and it goes down the same every time. This party, when this party has a president, this goes up and this goes down. When this party's president, it's the same story no matter who's the fucking president. Yeah, I, I really do. It is kind of like the capitalism thing. Like, like what has ch- what can change in four years? That's market, ridiculous. Market rules all. Like that's kind of like I think that's I think that's a big part of that problem. Like you know? whatever. Yeah, whatever reflect whatever reflects well on the market is what they got to do. But even the state we're from, we're from Rhode Island, and we we're a state with such a bad history of just uh, p- politicians getting caught doing dirty things. Even our best uh, mayor, uh, Cicilline. Who uh, built the, not Cicilline? Was it Cicilline? Oh, who? Bu- Cianci, sorry, Buddy Cianci, sorry, exactly. Hi, um, <laughs> Buddy Cianci, like he built the mall and everything. Colin bro, he with gave the so much. Check. Bro, thank you, Colin. <laughs> he gave so much to the city, right? He gave so much to the state, but he got back doing that. And we we were known to have the mob presence with just the dirty politics or the politicians who hire their nephew and he has a pencil pushing job. He does nothing and makes yep. like six figures just because they're in positions like we're known for that shit. <laughs> so I was like, bro, it, it happens. My uh, I have. I have a family member who works in government, uh, you know, in Virginia, and they that must be have very s- different. They have said that, uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of that mob shit that goes on around to this day. Even like it's yeah. just it's it's just been like that. It's just been <laughs> like that. Is there, yeah. Federal Hill is known for some some things. <laughs> I heard that I heard that there was a place a pizza place in North Kingstown that got shut down because someone got killed in it. Oh wow! That could be wrong. That could just be like one of those urban legend Folk things. Tales. Yeah, that's like one of those wild things that just somebody just said one day. But could be true. It was it was it was like a mob place before it got uh, shut down, and now it's a. Uh, at least it's it's not openly. We were right. We're not too far from New York. We're not far from Jersey. You know? Yeah, and the northeast, the northeast doesn't make anything. We don't produce anything, so we don't have any of like our own real economy. <coughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't know. I think it's time to move out. I think it's time to move out of this part of town. I think it's time to. <laughs> I think it's time to <laughs> hit we, the old. Where are we moving? Well, I, well, uh, see, I've been uh, I've been prospecting for some time, and I heard there's some things going on. <laughs> oh, uh, I like this accent. Or so there's some things going on out west, and uh, I'm I think I'm gonna pack up and I'm gonna head over there. I'm gonna take my family How and far I'm west. Gonna, uh, all the way. <laughs> all. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, that's not the vibe I'm getting from the way you're talking. I'm going all the way to Pussyville Station. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to move to Texas. Yeah, I don't know about Texas so much. I'm but an island boy, bro. I need to go somewhere where it's warm. I'm sick of the winter. I'm a winter baby. I love the cold weather. I really enjoy it. But at this point in my life, I'm done. Snow's not fun when you have to shovel and drive. Yeah, you know that point. That part's over. I want to experience some desert shit. I can't say for like any specific amount of time. Go until I can't do it anymore, and then do something else. You know, that's if if Cali I Cali or like Nevada, or are you talking about like probably like Nevada or something. Just to just Arizona. to Arizona. Yeah, 
Like if it only happens, like if it only lasts for a month, it only lasts for a month. Like if I had like if I had like fuck you money, I didn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm going out for a month, and if I have to come back, fuck exactly. It. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be the ideal thing. Like that's why I don't think of like places I want to go because wherever you pick up and go to, well now you have to figure out how to live there. Oh uh, yeah. That's why I've just been like, let me figure out myself before I think about like going places. You know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with where you're at right now. Cause yeah, cause there isn't there isn't ever gonna be a geographical solution to your problems. No, yeah, yeah. Just cause you move somewhere, you bring you bring the same energy you carry. Ex- exactly. Like you go, you it'll go make, find you. <laughs> you go make a whole new group of friends, and you're gonna run into the same. Yeah, problems. it'll find you. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta work on the, you gotta work on the issues at home, and in, in the, in the heart space. <laughs> oh, see, we need to get you a soundboard. Oh, <laughs> let me get some. <laughs> now nah, you're, sp- you're you're preaching, brother. That's facts. <clears throat> you can't help others if you can't help yourself, right? Nah, nah. I'm gonna stand up here. I'm gonna tell you now. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that you gotta find the issues in in the heart space. You're like the, a Christian preacher in like the <laughs> three million dollar church. <laughs> and don't forget to give me your money. And also, homosexuality is bad. You, okay. You, see you next Thursday. When when I was younger and I used to fall asleep watching like Nick at night, and I wake up at like three a.m. and he'd just be on the TV screaming at me <laughs> about Jesus and how if if I want to find him for thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. I could call this number. And I have been saved. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Lord, I lift your name he's just in a he's high. in an empty church the size of a stadium. Like what the <laughs> And then the fucking number comes up on the screen. He's, you can call now at one eight hundred five five five. I'm like so many old lonely people falling victim to this. Oh yeah. No no offense then. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's just the whole vibe. I'm talking about those specific guys, you know. Yeah. Believe in what you believe in, but those ads were ridiculous. Yeah, that that's uh that that I'm sorry. Mega church priest bullshit is fucking uh ah. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna be I so I should okay, so I'm gonna say this now. I should have set up the light before. Hey, um Otto, it's could you dark, could huh? you possibly give us a little light from over there somehow? Or, or change the color, Otto? Give us another color. Yeah. That's all right. It's just gonna it's just gonna be a dark episode. It's just all right. No, 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 don't don't worry about that. We're gonna get nah. I should have thought about it before. That's all right. It's going to be a dark episode. We're going to keep dark vibes. I am a vampire, so that works. Uh, we're just we're going to keep it esoteric. We're going to keep it uh, uh, going. Oh yeah, that's uh, I did like the cover art for your uh, for Sojourn in Love. Uh, I have a, a red light in my room that I like use uh, just for like sleep because mm-hmm. uh, like turning on a red light is supposed to help reduce melatonin. But um, I have used it for like occasionally like taking some pictures or like making videos before yeah and i just fucking love that like effect of like red light and then dark shadows yeah like yeah. I, i'm trying to get more into like uh photography and like doing like trying to do like artistic stuff recently yeah. so well, we're back thanks for that that's good that looks good uh yeah my my boy colin here is a photographer himself I'm just trying to get to just trying to get like a little portfolio stuff together because i do want to start trying to do some like uh acting or something just there like, you go yeah try to i mean i'm about Headshots. to be, i'm about to be 30 next year so i figure i might as well i'm still Clap technically still technically in that age bracket where i could like do like a game show or something like that i could be like the yeah. age is nothing but a number bro especially yeah, in exactly. acting. all you have to do is look a certain way nobody gives a shit when I was gr- we were growing up watching these shows, these motherfuckers were like twenty nine playing high school kids. <laughs> like, yeah. just, Will Smith was the fresh prince. He was I like, just, he definitely was not seventeen, eighteen years I old. I just I just turned fifteen yeah. on this my fifteenth birthday. It's, it's television. Dude, it's Absolutely nothing is real. It's television. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of speaking of Will Smith, young Will Smith, I watched the movie Gemini Man about a month oh, or two bro, ago. Otto and Bob were just telling me about how that was one of the worst movies they ever watched. It was fucking terrible. So they got the. <laughs> c- 
They got the CGI young face Will Smith. <laughs> and in the first scene it was in, it looked really good. Then for the rest of the movie, it just looks gets stupid. it gets worse and worse looking progressively. The scenes get they must darker. have paid Will Smith a shit ton of movies. There was, it was a Netflix original. Yeah, it, they they tried out the technology. They must have paid him a shit. There ton. was one scene where the fucking the CGI young face Will Smith, his skin was like purple. Like it was, I was watching the whole scene and I'm like, why'd you give him purple skin? Like he just looks purple. He didn't fucking. <laughs> The, yeah, the, and it's like with the lighting choice, and like they didn't make any sense in the scene. It's like I'm looking at this fucking purple thing, and then in the last scene, it's just going fucking cross-eyed. His <laughs> fucking eyes, like a, not, a glitch video game. <laughs> yeah, just the eyes look like they're like rolling off and going in all different directions. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, how did you start off so great? With, and, and end up here. Yeah, it looked so good, and then just progressively got worse. Maybe they're on a time constraint. Maybe. Maybe. I can do. Like, oh, didn't see this coming. I can deal with a dumb sci-fi movie with cliche bullshit in it, but like, at least have the technology be great. Exactly, and it started out good with a lot of promise, and then that aspect, that aspect just slide, slid, and then it brought the the shortcomings of the rest of the movie forward with it. But isn't it things like that that give sci-fi movies that reputation? Because it's either a hit or a miss. There's like no in between. Because once you fuck up one thing in a sci-fi movie, it's kind of like, we can't watch this anymore. Like once a CGI character's face starts twitching or yeah. once something looks so badly placed, it's kind of like it throws you I, off. It, it, for me, it depends on the movie and if the movie's working for me. Like Fifth Element has some shoddy CGI in it, but it's a very fun movie. Yeah. So I'm able to overlook some of that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, the character's name is Corbin Dallas, the worst name for a fictional character ever. I want to bring some negativity uh, to this podcast. Bring some negativity. And shit on another movie. Sing it! Jeez, this movie was bad. Like, who gives these guys the budgets to do dumbass movies like this? I watched a movie with Jason Statham. I should have knew it was going to be some corny action shit anyway. <laughs> no disrespect to Jason Statham, though, because he's pretty dope. But, like, at this point, come oi, on. Oi, what what you about to say about my it's movie? It's called The Wrath of Man. And he's, like, this truck driver, and his truck is robbed, and he plays, like, the super cool, like, God-sent, I-can-never-be-touched-or-killed, like, assassin. So his friend's like, they kidnapped our guy, but we got to go, man. There's no way we could fight all of them. And he's like... Just smoking a cigarette in the front seat, like you can leave if you want, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying here. You got five seconds to decide, and he obviously convinces the guy. He's like, oh, okay, and then like he, these guys have AKs, and bro, they have, bro, they have assault rifles, bro. <laughs> they have heavy machinery. He pulls out like this 45 caliber handgun, bro, and he's like, they're like shooting like hundreds of bullets at him, and he's just like behind the truck door and it's hitting him and then right when they go to reload he's just like bah, 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 like like <laughs> with this blank expression like shooting from the hip like headshot 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 such a fucking bad movie where'd, where'd you get that gun from i had it in me arse <laughs> I, in me. I got i got Bro, a special holster in me arse but even the even the cutscenes, the cutscenes were so bad that you almost had to ask yourself is this like a parody movie like is this supposed to be this bad no see like that, they know what they're doing at this point the guy like, the guy no who way. directed that movie Guy Ritchie, he has a history of doing that kind of stuff. He'll do a good movie, and then he'll do a movie where you're like, what the fuck is happening? The last movie he did, The Gentleman or whatever, the the one that had, like, uh, it had all kinds of people in it. Ma- uh, Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam. Um, it was a good movie. It was I, I haven't seen it yet, 
But like I've seen enough clips from it to know that like okay, Guy Ritchie put some work into this movie. Yeah. And then I saw The Wrath of Man. I was like, okay, so maybe. So you did see it? No, no, I didn't. Oh. I didn't see it. No, I didn't. Oh, see I was it. gonna say. And then I saw, I saw that he was putting out a new movie, Wrath of Man. And I was like, this movie might be good. His last movie was actually pretty good. And then I heard all the reviews for Wrath of Man, and I was like, oh nope, there's fucking there he is. Bro, it's so bad that Guy it Ritchie upset doing me. Doing his bullshit again. <laughs> it upset me how bad it was. That's why I felt like I had to come speak about it. Mm. Usually no, I didn't. Usually when something's bad, I just mind my business. Don't like it. This was this because it's like, bro, just make it a comedy at this. Because the trailer, the trailer <laughs> promises. I felt one disrespected. Movie. I don't watch much TV or movies, so I sat down and somebody picked it. I didn't even pick the movie. That's why maybe I felt some type of way as well. Mm. And I'm just watching this, and I feel so disrespected. I'm just like, bro, I finally sit down and watch a movie, and this is what I'm watching. Yeah, cause well, let me guess. The trailer promised because they weren't even trying. The trailer promised you one movie, and you got another movie entirely. I didn't even watch the trailer. I just saw the Wrath of Man with Jason Statham. All oh, right, okay. if it lacks a storyline and good acting, at least I'll see some badass mm. shit. But no, that was hard. Bro, he's shooting action. like ten guys at once with a handgun. They all have assault rifles, bro. And he's just like, I, and there's no context to who he is. There's no story to him. He's he is not showing him train his ass off. He's just some truck driver guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jason Statham. Is right, a, I'm being I'm being a, I'm being an idiot. No, Jason Statham is a fucking truck bad. driver. I couldn't imagine. It was bad. It was, bad. It was oh. just your typical horrible movie. Like I couldn't Bre- believe it. Breaker, breaker, breaker. And the supporting <laughs> cast, they all look like they were like from a romance movie. Like, like why is the supporting cast like he's this assassin truck driver and everybody is has like their makeup done? Like, what is going on here? Like he's like the and he's like whispering everything. One-liners. Like, doesn't look anybody in their eyes. So bad. They were, wait, were the, those are more recent? Oh, no, because, yeah, Antonio, I know what you're doing. Yeah, you're talking about Desperado and uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh, okay. More recent. Gotcha. He's just I'm like telling a, you, they just take the money. Netflix has the bag, and well, they're throwing it out. There's been a lot of those in the last ten years, like those Gen X dad movies, where like some actor, like in his fifties, like mm-hmm. John, the John Wick movie, fucking made that made that a popular way yeah. of, of taking like an older like actor and then recasting him as like an action guy, like yeah. they did it with Keanu Reeves and John Wick. They did it. It, with it had John Wick vibes, but like very horrible. Like the Wrath yeah. of Man, like it, it was trying to be on that type of time. Yeah, but so was Jason Statham. So to make him look dumb. You had, it had to be that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like The Rock. The Rock is just G.I. Joe in every movie I got, now. I got, a tra- I got to transport like, this the, family the Rock, full of Asian people. The Rock, will star the, arse. the Rock will star in a movie about a lawyer who like struggles with depression and somehow, <laughs> someway he'll pull a grenade launcher out like, <laughs> and just shoot a... Fu- like, why is The Rock shooting shit in listen, every movie? Listen here, brother. I've been, I've been depressed for some time and then depression came <laughs> knocking on my mama's front door. That was a racing movie and he was... Ever since he came, they started blowing shit up and driving through third-story buildings. And like, ever since The Rock came, and then he left the franchise because left. his popularity became too big for it. Does everybody? Everybody seems to. The Rock is that the man, bro. I loved wrestling growing up, though. He I is. loved wrestling. So like, The Rock, I love, but Dwayne Johnson, I I just have a quarrel with. Like, I as an actor, he's starting to like develop a routine that he kind of. Oh, does he became in every super movie. Hollywood. Like, yeah. Before he was like trying to act in good movies, and now he's just he's a Hollywood guy, which is cool. Because like, Ram- like as the wrestler, I could never look. He can never be greater than yeah. In my eyes, as like, far that's as like, who I see him as, as far as like Dwayne Johnson movies, Rampage is really good. He's not like a great actor in it or anything, but like the the whole character is like, hey, that giant monkey is my friend, and he's really good at that. You know. Well, what's the movie he did? He, he was like some guy from the south. Um, Walking Tall. Yeah, 
walk. Yeah, that, that, that old shit. Back when he still went back when he was had some hair. When he was trying to convince us, he had hair. Did he have the big tattoo? He might have had the arm sleeve tattoo. I'm not sure. I don't. It might have been that long. I don't remember. I think there was a shirtless scene in that movie, but I don't remember because everything. No, no, no. Because he's wearing like a muscle shirt in the in the cover. Oh, okay. So like, uh, like there's like the Rock. Never mind. It's like the, there's like the rock with hair, and then there's the bald rock. This this just became and the, the bald rock has the arm sleeve tattoo. It's like literally two different people. Hey hey brother, welcome to the definitive Dwayne Johnson podcast with uh, your host Supreme, uh, Prince Scribe. Anything wrestling, bro? I'm with it. I grew up loving sports and wrestling and music. Nothing else. That was my favorite three things. And I'm like super OCD nerdy. So anytime I like something, I like have to learn everything about it. Yeah. So till this day, I just remember everything about wrestling. I got I got ADHD, and uh, I do that sometimes. I just nerd out with certain yeah, things because exactly. it's just easy to like movies. Yeah. I'll 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 like look up one article about a movie, and then I'll learn thirty pages later. I'll learn so much stuff I didn't know before, and then I'm like, that's great. I'm glad I know these things that aren't ever going to yeah, be useful. No, just to be a nerd about it. <laughs> just yeah. to be like, hey guys, did you know? <laughs> did you know that in 1986? Like, all right, thanks. <laughs> I know. I make fun. I make fun. Thanks, Snapple facts. I I make fun of I make fun of people all the time. I'm like I'm like, come on, say the funny thing. But then like every now and again, I'm like, I have to do the thing. Hey guys, I know I know things. Yeah. I know stuff. I know I know weird, <laughs> pointless things. Oh shit! Well, that's that's an hour. Uh, Prince Scribe. Bless. It's Thank been good talking me, to you. And uh, just you know, we we started off the episode with it, but let's cap it off. What do you got coming up? Projects, performances. Uh, where can people find you? Feel free well, to plug Well, right now, I plug am, away. I'm songwriting for like three new singers uh, that sound really good. Um, one of the t- one of them is pretty seasoned. She plays like guitar and piano and stuff. And the other two are pretty brand new, but they have great voices. So Prince Scribe, in terms of music I'm going to release, I'm sitting on a lot, but I'm chilling for now. I'm behind the scenes, but in terms of modeling, um plenty of it straight out of seven keys with my buddy luminous views me and auto probably yep, he's not here right now <laughs> pointing <laughs> to the chair me and auto have about like 30 songs we made this summer that like we just have to like finish mixing and stuff so i would say the best thing to do is stay tuned um at scribe worldwide everywhere or print scribe on facebook print scribe on uh, all streaming services on youtube uh instagram at scribe worldwide stay tuned at seven key studios at million x girlfriends podcast and I've been your host, Mr. Senior Lover Boy. This is the Million X Girlfriends Podcast. Stole my name, man. And I will catch you, losers and germs, later. Peace uh, out, losers. Seven Keys, Million X Girlfriends, Prince Scribe. Thank you for having us. Forever. Big Flex. Woo! And we're good. Yeah, we're good. Smooth. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I've, been, I've been straight up stealing that. <laughs>